we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Quiri cast with Larry Quiri Rai. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hello and hey hey and welcome to this week's episode of the Cast. The name is Larry. It's such a pleasure being here for yet another episode in which we talk about all the crazy things that happen uh, across Zimbabwe and the continent, to be honest. And uh, in the second half, of course, the first half, I'm going to do the news as usual. The second half, I'm going to talk about hustle culture. And what does it mean? Where are we going as a country? Because this is hustle culture that uh, permeate, permeated the high zeitgeist and that sort of thing. So let's try and understand it. And then uh, I'm also going to talk about how to uh, forgive somebody with a dark past, like a terrible past in the relationship segment that's in the final segment. But let's go through the news uh, this week. Uh, the nomination court has opened and, uh, well, nomination, nomination court opened on the, when was it? When did the nomination court? On the 14th of June. And all sorts of things happened. I think the most dramatic thing was uh, Priscilla Misirabi Mushonga coming out and say, you know what, uh, she's wearing a sweater because she was uh, the election agent for Togo's Kupe, right? And she came out wearing a shirt, a sweater that in the back was written Hure, which is like whore, right? And in the front, it was written Me Too. So she was making a statement for how Togo's Kupe has been treated by um, especially members or alleged members of uh, the uh, Chamisa faction of the MDCT. But that name has been resolved in some way. Uh, the MDCT name now will go to uh, Togozani Kupe and uh, Nelson Chamisa will be uh, the MDC Alliance president and so forth. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. And uh, by the way, Nelson Chamisa has got a new spokesperson I had on radio on ZFM Stereo this past week. His name is Dr. Nkurulego Svanda. And uh, it's, a, it's an interesting fellow. I don't know. I, I can't really comment too much on him since he was on my show and that sort of thing. Sad news this week is AC Lumumba. You know him, the firebrand uh, politician uh, slash political commentator. He lost his mum this week. And uh, have, being somebody who lost their own mum, something that I sort of, you know, not even sort of, I just, yeah, it's something that's really close to me. And... Um, I, I, I wish him the best. Uh, I wish him kindness and goodness uh, for his soul through this difficult period because losing your mum is one of the most toughest things ever. Just wake up one day and your mum is not there. So I understand. Um, at least I can relate to what he's going through. I, I can't say I understand because all, every individual experience is different. Uh, what we we'll go through is completely different. But all we can do is hope that there is some kindness and goodness in the world uh, for things of this nature. So going back into the rest of the news, um, the Chisapiti girls, did you see that? Uh, the video of the Chisapiti girls was singing uh, the kind of stuff that 
sang of football matches and everybody's getting like this beat up with these, these little girls and getting like, oh, you know what, what's wrong with these kids? Oh, kids of today and oh, um, oh, and saying all sorts of things about them, uh, giving the impression that these kids are never going to become anything in life. And, uh, well, meanwhile, back at the ranch, uh, I'm thinking, you know, who's raising these kids? It's the very same people who are being critical of them. It's the very same people who go to Dynamo's football club matches and they're going to sing those songs. They're the, they're the, we, we're the generation that's influencing these kids. So we can't be sitting here judging kids for being kids. They were engaging in what I call age-appropriate behavior. At that age, you should be doing silly things. And the, the point of teachers to, is for discipline. And, you know, then going as far as, you know, treating these kids as if they're pariahs or anything like that. They're doing what people at that age do. Are there things that people who are in their 40s right now or their 30s right now were doing certain things in school and they turned out all right? So all we need is just a situation where the school and so forth uh, help them to come along, help them grow up and so forth. Rather than a situation where they're ostracized, what, what thing, what thing that was galling for me is not just the fact that there was a video that was taken to start with and that the video was leaked, but also there's so many adults that are spreading videos of minors. Okay, these are kids. We've got to remember that these are kids. You can't be sending videos of kids around no matter what. I don't believe that we should be treating kids as if they're grown-ups. There are certain ethics and standards across the world where you just don't share images of kids. And for me, this is just getting galling. I mean, I, I, it's just terrible. You can't share images of kids without, uh, you know, permission from their guardians. And we just need to get that in our heads. And maybe the grown-ups, it's time for the grown-ups to act like grown-ups. It's terrible. And speaking of pretending to be grown-ups, wasn't it cute the other day, uh, Donald Trump and that Kim dude, Kim Jong-un, uh, out in, um, what was the name of that, in, in, in uh, Singapore for a summit, which resulted in some sort of agreement between Donald Trump and his new best friend, uh, Kim Jong-un. It just looked cute. It's just like, yeah, you guys are so sweet. But uh, the World Cup has started and, um, you know, it's pretty fun stuff. Uh, the first match was between Russia and uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia had just, just, just get their ass handed to them. That's just what happened. And uh, big news, big news when it comes to the World Cup. I'm involved in what we call the Connect with Greatness campaign. Um, it's the TSTV Fun Chat, uh, Fun Analysis, not Fun Analysis, a Fun Analysis chat group competition so if you want to go if you want to take part in a competition which you could uh join the likes of me uh simply carol uh kalusha boalia aka uh dj cuppy uh oh, who else can i think of a couple of other people john barnes yeah basket mouth if you want to join us during world cup matches uh and where you know we'll be talking about football during world cup matches you can join us right and we can be and you know, we just you'd be like sitting in a pub, but it's on WhatsApp. Just go to ultimatefangroup.com and uh, yeah, so just uh, enter your DSTV smart card number as well as your name, and you could stand a chance of being part of this group. It's Larry, you're listening to the Cootie Cast. 
You can listen to the QueryCast for free on iTunes or IONO FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the QueryCast with Larry Querirai. It's not fearless, just real talk. Yes, so thanks a lot once again to Bonnie. She is just awesome. Bonnie does the voiceover for uh, some of my links. You heard it right at the beginning and you heard it just on that break. Uh, so get in touch with me. The contact details will be there at the end of the show. You can get in touch with me on how you can get engage your services. She's an amazing uh, voiceover artist and that sort of thing. She's also a model. So yeah, there's so many things that you can do with this. So just get in touch with me with the details right at the end of the show. Now, there's a hustle culture in which uh, look, Zimbabwe, the finances and so forth, the economy is bad. So what more often than not, what happens is that we all need to have like three or four hustles at the same time right and uh, what happens a lot of the times is that sometimes you've got one hustle which is your your day job and then you've got another hustle which is your evening job and sometimes in the middle of the hustle you've got another hustle so maybe to workmates you sell them certain products and so forth and the, the, the reality of the situation is that you get people who um, have salaries of say you know let's, let's call it three hundred dollars a month and by the expenses, because you've got extended family and you've got, uh, you know, all sorts of expectations, you need to be seen at certain places and so forth. And, and aspirations, at the end of the day, you, you need, your budget is more like $1,000. But for what you do on a daily basis, when you go to work, they can't give you $1,000 or won't give you $1,000, whatever the case may be. And, I, you know, in, in essence, the real issue beca- becomes, and based on those sort of circumstances, you know, with the goal-getting and all that other stuff, the reality, reality of the matter is, when you put all that together with the amount of hustle that you put in, the earnings are really low. You know, um, it, it, the amount of work, you, I know a lot of people who work 18 hours a day and they spend late nights doing baking or whatever the case may be. And you're sitting there and just wondering, why is it that we put so much energy into a lot of work and very little comes out? I think one of the key things is, I think, uh, might not be the the fundamental thing, is is efficiency. And also not understanding how important your time is. So, for example, um, I know a guy who used to do a a music show. And from the music show, he'd make like $2,000 a night. But you'll notice that throughout the week, he'd probably spend the equivalent, if you decided to mount their time and so forth, of probably like $5,000 preparing for the show. And oh, somebody could argue like, you know, hey, that $2,000 could be spread, that $5,000, the earnings could be spread over a couple of weeks. But if you're doing it every week, then you need to understand that you're making a loss. And I say that a lot of the time. I someone someone was sitting uh, talking to me about the other day that, oh no, you know I I have to stand in the queue at a local bank in order to get access to money. And I say you need to find more efficient ways of doing things. If you if if if, if you are sitting in a situation where now you essentially have to be physically present somewhere, you you, you need to get to a point where you start charging yourself for services that you render to yourself. You need to understand that your time is not infinite and your time is a resource that needs to be charged for. And what you need to understand is that 
what you're doing is a contract between yourself and the work that you do. So the service that you give yourself, even if you're running a solopreneur type of situation, has to be equivalent to the amount of work you do. And also what you need to understand is that if you're doing a contract with somebody else, respect the contract, but do it in such a way that you're not having a situation where you are working 30 hours in a project that you build two hours for. So be efficient. You know, you, you can't go around creating a hustle that doesn't have accountability. And accountability is not just to, your, to, your, to, to clients that you work for. You get accountable to yourself. You get to account for the, for the time that you put into whatever thing that you do. And when you, when you start accounting for time, and this is the thing I think a lot of solopreneurs uh, fall into, and it's a crevice that I fell into at some, some point in time, where you find that you're always busy and you have no time for anything else. You're always working. And there shouldn't be such a situation because the reason we work is so that we can find pleasure. And g given that sort of scenario, what you want to do is to realize that you need to then move away from a, a, a space in which there's so little pleasure being derived from what you do to the extent that you, you essentially become miserable. And when most of the time when you're miserable, you don't necessarily make the money that you want to make. Now I'll tell you, uh, this is from personal experience. Uh, if, if, you, if you're living a miserable life, you just, whatever miserly earnings that you get, you'd be like, I'm okay with that because you know what, my life sucks anyway. You know what I mean? So my, my biggest advice to you is respect your time. Don't spend too much time doing things that you don't have to. Uh, use EcoCash, for example, or One Money, whatever the system is used, to start making payments. So that, and make sure that, hey, look, if you're going to end up having to pay a premium for a service, the premium must not be your time. You can't, you shouldn't waste your time. And if somebody, and, and I'll, I'll tell you not something before I go, if a client realizes that you don't respect your time, they're not going to respect your time. They realize that you go around the roundabout way of doing certain things. And given that scenario, what they're going to do is going to treat you the same way that you treat yourself. So in order to make sure your hustle works, make sure that you respect your time. It's Larry, you listen to the Crewcast. It's Larry, you're listening to the Criticast with the final segment. Let's talk about it. How do you forgive somebody with a dark past? Okay. Um, so, I'm going to go extreme here. Okay. So, you're having a conversation with your loved one, your guy, and uh, they really reveal something that really troubles you. Uh, they tell you that when they were younger, they probably molested a boy or something. Um, there's sorrow, there's shame, there's regret. Um, you know, and sometimes the revelation is cathartic for the person, uh, you know, but you're deep in the relationship. And I suppose at some point you start saying to yourself, you know what, 
I don't think I know this person that well. What other secrets are they hiding? And we all do bad things, okay? You know, uh, the, and the, 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 there are a lot of people who are just never going to tell you that they did some crazy stuff at some point. And, but the question that becomes for you sometimes, why used molesting a little boy as an example? Because for most people that crosses a line, it's, it's, it's a line that, that just isn't crossed. It's a terrible line and that sort of thing. And it might be a case where this person ended up say, serving time, got arrested, or the case might be. The question becomes, can you forgive and should you forgive? And if you decide to forgive, then how do you forgive somebody with a dark past? Now, first and foremost, the reality of the situation is you have to personally know what line you cannot cross, okay? It's a difficult decision, okay? Because the reality is you need to know what you can and cannot stand because you cannot hold it against this person. It's part of what terrible thing they might have done in the past. The reality of the situation is it's in the past. And if there's no evidence that they're, not, they're engaged in this sort of behavior anymore, it's, it's, not, it's not fair on them to keep putting it in your face. And if you feel that you cannot carry on, and, and one of the key things, the key indicators that I'll tell you that you want to be worried about if you're, if, uh, that you might be not be so forgiving is if you start pulling away from them. So be, re be, be, be ready to deal with a very difficult decision. You know, maybe you're gambling with your peace of mind and the sanctity of your home. Um, you know, you're worried about what if you have kids? Those are, those are valid questions you ask that you never know what's going to happen. So the complexities of the situation, though, is down to how deep the relationship it is what I'll tell you for a fact is if the person tells you what terrible things they did in the past, it's a good thing. They trust you and they're being honest. But you can't minimize your feelings. This is not to say you should minimize your feelings, your doubts that you're having. Your happiness and peace of mind are the most important things you need to deal with. And also the potential future of children that may come into the relationship. Um, now, the thing is, I will tell you straight off the, off the bat, the first thing you need to do is you need to get someone to talk to, hopefully a therapist, uh, to help to, you talk through how you're feeling. This is not together. This is, this is one of you, one for you. The first therapist is for you. Uh, the second one is that the two of you then should meet, okay, with the therapist, okay? Understand the questions and feelings that you have. Help them fully understand the feelings that you get. And you also need to have a deep understanding of how this person dealt with their dark past. Did they talk to a therapist back then? Did they, have they forgiven themselves? Because sometimes people have done terrible things, have not forgiven themselves. And more often than not, issues of forgiveness sometimes are reflected in, or, or rather, you know, shown in things such as alcohol, drug abuse, you know, self-deprecating uh, attitudes, self-destructive attitudes. So it might be a situation if they haven't forgiven themselves, then you can't get whatever forgiveness you give them has nothing to do with them. But what I will tell you is you need to work hard and dig deep to find the hard answers rather that uh, both of you need. Once you have them, you'll be more equipped to make a decision. Now, it's a difficult road, this uh, 
you know, this past, because the past is always based on perspective. So what's going to happen, you know, what's going to happen is that whatever conversations are going to be had in the present are going to be seen through a rear view mirror. And both of you are going to try to amplify or sometimes minimize whatever's happening, whatever happened in the past. And the as bad as it sounds, as awful as, as that person's actions are, you need to take a step back, like I said, right at the beginning. So the fact that it happened a long time ago, a lot of the details may be murky. And a lot of what they will tell you is based on the emotions as opposed to the fact. So they might sometimes amplify how sorry they are because they want to clear, you know, create a happy days type of relationship. But, you know, um, the, the, how much you can hold someone accountable for their past comes up to a certain point. Ultimately, they're the ones who live with the horrors of the things that they passed. And, uh, you know, you, the things that you want to know, uh, but up to, you, you can only know certain things up to a point. Oh, that's what I want to say. Uh, after that, there's nothing they can, they can tell. I think that's one of the things I want to put. There, there's a point in the conversation that you need to understand that will have nothing to do with you. And there will be no answer that they're going to give you that will make you feel better. So given that sort of scenario, you will want to say, at this point, this is where I make my decision. But it's your call. The boundaries you draw are um, what you're going to have to live with. Um, I would, you know, I, I've dated people with dark past, you know, not quite that dark. But the reason I used that kind of situation is to create the gravity of what a dark past can be. It can be somebody who went to jail or whatever the case may be. But... At the end of the day, as I said, you have your own line in the sand and you have your own standards. But if you're trying to find a way to forgive, the best thing you're going to have to do is going to have to have the difficult conversations. You're going to have to push the boundaries. You're going to have to dig up a lot of information. And you also need to know that maybe as you get, as you get to the end of the, the information that you have, both of you are going to be different people because you're pulling out things from the past that may not be so comfortable for either one of you and source from the past that the other person may be pulling up and when they come out they might not be the same person that you were dating a couple of weeks ago or somebody had come to terms with some of the terrible things that they've done yeah heavy topic i know yeah but uh, that's it for this week's show my name is larry quidiraya i'll be back with you next week on the criticast on thursday uh, get in touch with me on uh, Ironod, or rather <laughs> Larry at 3-mob.com, uh, 3-mob.com, and also go through uh, on Twitter at Quirirai with a white eye, <laughs> Quirirai with a Y I. I don't know why I say with a white eye, and also just look for me on social media, okay, just look for Larry Quirirai, Quirirai has got a Y I. And also remember, three uh, the, the Criticast is uh, falls under three men, men on a boat publishing. As to where you can get the Criticast, of course, uh, it's also on it's on iTunes and on iono.fm, and you can get that information right at the end of the show. Uh, catch me on ZF, ZFM Stereo on Mondays and Wednesdays between seven thirty and eight thirty, and on Tuesdays between eight thirty and nine p.m. 
other than that um, take care of yourself and the people that you love and i've got a question not a statement uh, why do dogs like to go for walks i really want to know and do they know they're going for walks rather it's been larry it's been the critical take care of yourself You can listen to the QuiddyCast for free on iTunes or Iono FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the QuiddyCast with Larry Quirirai. It's not fearless, just real talk.